the beginning of joyful productivity is well-being practice, in my opinion. So this is so important because when you have good practices that create well-being for you, it's like having a scaffolding under and around you to support your balance in your life and your effectiveness in your business. You could say joyful productivity practices are all scaffolding you know, that we're all trying to create and trying to get more uh, stable and strong, resilient. Uh, but I think it starts with well-being practices. So I'm really glad you're here. And um, the goal with enough well-being practice is feelings of well-being throughout the whole day, every hour, especially we're talking about work here, especially when you are working on something that is challenging, difficult, anxiety-provoking, uh, procrastinating. Um, does your well-being practice bring you back and support that um, moving forward with calm, joyful focus? So... My first uh, question here for you, I'd like love for you to chat below if you'd like. What activity, if you did more regularly, would increase your regular sense of well-being? What activity, what action, thing to do, behavior, if you did more regularly, would increase a consistent sense of well-being throughout the day? So go ahead and chat below and you can, those watching this later, you can look at the comments below to see the chats from the live participants to get some ideas. So, so many wonderful ideas uh, in the comments below from the live participants. I hope uh, whoever's watching this, I hope you have also added your comment below. And uh, so that's the, that's the entire lesson. Uh, see you later. Goodbye. <laughs> I mean, you, you already know what you need to do. Uh, I don't need to tell you. Uh, you. You know what works best for you. And I think that's really the key is for each of us to discover what activity, behavior, um, practice, habit is the most effective for us to do on a regular basis that creates an overall sense of well-being that can be utilized uh, at work, uh, in your life too, but at work, especially when you're facing something you don't want to do. I don't want to write. Oh, I don't want to make a video. I don't want to reach out. I don't want to do bookkeeping. I don't want to do my taxes. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to. Well, that's all because you're not in a state of well-being. I mean, yes, you could say, well, even if I'm feeling well, I don't want to do my taxes. Okay, fine. But if you have to do your taxes, for example, that's the most onerous task any of us, most of, or most of us, if you have to do your taxes or, you know, uh, fix this techno technology, you know, problem you have. Well, what's going to help you move forward? A sense of well-being, a practice of well-being that goes, ah, oh, I can now focus with calm joy to overcome the hurdle of the initial moments of doing something difficult, which is always the initial moments, the initial hurdle. And the well-being, it kind of is like a, it's like a lubricant to get into it now. Now we can actually... Now we're sm smooth and flowing through, through the practice, through the actual work, right? 
All right. So you know what you need to do. And uh, the rest of this lesson is just an encouragement to do it regularly. Um, now, I, I do, uh, I mean, since you're here, I might as well share with you what my well-being practices are. And uh, you could see if you resonate with any of this and you could borrow uh, as much as you like or, uh, you know, modify it or, or toss it aside for now. But let me just share with share with you and some of you might find this uh, helpful. So I have um, what I call a spiritual alphabet that I repeat. Uh, I've been repeating it every day, like A, B, C, D, you know. The first day of the month is A and second day of the month is B, et cetera, et cetera. I just started doing a uh, once a week focus on each letter. So for the rest of the year, right now I'm recording this in, in, uh, you know, in the middle of the year. So I'm going to take the rest of the year and focus on one letter at a time. Um, I want to just share with you a couple of those letters because those letters uh, are my well-being practices, essentially. So uh, I'm going to skip a couple. If you want the full alphabet, you can go to Soul Gym. Uh, program, the Soul Gym program, or I've tweeted about this. Um, if I, I will try to remember to put my my alphabet uh, in the notes below, but um, it doesn't matter. Again, it's about your practice. I'll just share a couple of the letters with you here. Um, so, all right, so I'm going to just start with E here. Uh, you can figure out what A, B, C, D are when you go look at my spiritual alphabet, but E stands for energy reboot. And I think a lot of you have heard me talk about this. If you don't know what it is, uh, you can Google Energy Reboot, and you can find my full practice on it. And the reason I, I want to start here is because the Energy Reboot is what brings me back to a state of well-being quickly throughout the day. I practice the Energy Reboot at least three times every hour, consistently, without fail. Um, it's just something I do. It's become so consistent and habitual for me. Um, I am not a good meditator. <laughs> I call myself a failed meditator. In fact, I can't, I can't do, I can't sit for even, you know, 10 minutes, 15, maybe I'm more patient these days, I can do it, but it's really, really hard for me to meditate. But, but I can do what I am good at, what I've practiced and become good at after years of practice is to check in with myself several times an hour for 20 seconds each time. And I think that's, that's my superpower. And I, I really do think, I, I wish more meditators would not just meditate in the morning and evening and during the day, whatever. You could meditate eight hours a day, but you can meditate eight hours a day from 4 a.m. To, to noon, but then are you a jerk from noon to 8 p.m.? You know, it's like, it's like right? Like a lot of people, I, I think meditation's fine. Yoga, prayer, you know, talking with God, whatever you do, okay, it's, it's great. But then are you a jerk the rest of the day or are you feeling anxious? You know what I mean? Like you got to be checking in with yourself much more frequently than just the initial meditation. I think mean, maybe the meditation, prayer, talking with God, journaling helps you be more mindful every, every you know, 30 minutes, I, I hope. And so I, I think that's the secret to spiritual practice for me. It's not how long you meditate or pray or journal or dance or yoga every day in a single stretch, but how often are you able to be mindful every five minutes, every three minutes? Are you mindful? Like, well, why am I feeling negative right now? How can I transform this? What, what just came out of my mouth to this person? And, and how can I transform the feeling and to be more loving to it? You know, it, it's like everything. Why am I being so frustrated with the situation? Like, are you, are you a jerk throughout the day? Or <laughs> I don't mean to judge. I just mean, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, I, there's so many stories, right. Of spiritual gurus who are actually, jerks to to their to their staff it's like come on you know 
Um, not not every obviously there are some spiritual gurus that are truly spiritual throughout the whole day, but uh, that's that's my hope. It's my practice. That's my hope for all people who want to be loving and you know intelligent and uh, truly socially you know and and uh, good for the planet is for us to be checking in more often with ourselves and our sense of well being, and to have some practice that takes twenty seconds or less, you know, to be able to go. Okay, now I'm well again and able to to react with love and more intelligence and more mindfulness right to the moment at hand that is the real spirituality in my opinion not how how many hours you're able to meditate so that's my that's my my, my rant there about spirituality all right um the next one that's what i was e f let's go right to f f is framing framing problems as opportunities and framing challenges as the a, 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 a yeah an opportunity to practice and grow and this has also become my superpower and I, I i also wish this this skill for everyone and i think we'll all learn here in in uh, joyful productivity it's like any any moment any problem any challenge any task can be framed as play for example as learning, as practice, as curiosity, any problem, any problem, something unpleasant happened to me. Oh, I can all, all I can either wallow in the negative feelings that are very natural that come out of unpleasant experiences, or I can frame it as saying, hmm, well, what's what's the med, what's the treasure here? And then what's the what's the opportunity here? Every I, I that's one of really it's I think it's what's kept me in business for so long, thriving in business for so long. I'm able to reframe problems all the time. Ah, oh, what's the treasure? Oh, what what can I learn? What's what can I do differently to thank you for the lesson? You know, so framing is extremely uh, important in my opinion. Um, next one, G. Right, <laughs> gratitude. Um, now I know a lot of you. I I hope already. Uh, practice gratitude, but the way I practice it is very simple. I mean, I, I find myself giving thanks so often throughout the day, just with small things and with nothing. Just thank you. Um, I say that to God, but you can, I, some of you don't like the word God. Please replace that with a word you like. Those of you who don't like God, okay, <laughs> comment below. If you, if God has traumatic history for you and you hate that word, Please, what is the word you prefer? Comment below. I'm genuinely curious. Those of you who are live here, what's the word, alternate word to God? Okay. I don't mind the word God. I, I like the word God. God has a nice loving feeling to me. But some of you are looking at the Old Testament God. And you're like, that's terrible. Or the uh, fundamentalist you know, version of that. So it was just too bad, right? <laughs> God has a bad name for so many people, which is, uh, which is ironic, which is what I, I think God doesn't want. But anyway, that's... Uh, um, so gratitude is all is well, somehow all is well, thank you. And so I just need to take it step by step in gratitude. That, I, I apply this to everything. I don't care how hard the project or task is. All is well. Oh my gosh, there was that Indian movie I saw years ago, all is well, there was that mantra. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Okay, those of you who who watched that movie, it was with um the famous one. Is it Amir Amir Khan or something? Um, the three is it the three idiots? Anyway, you can watch that one. Uh, wonderful movie. 
Um, all is well somehow. And so therefore, just take it step by step in gratitude. I don't care how difficult the technology problem is I'm trying to fix or this difficult human problem uh, that's being presented to me or this difficult bookkeeping problem or whatever problem. I don't have enough money. I don't have all is well somehow. I just have to take it step by step. Oh, I'm overwhelmed by the joyful productivity course. There's so many things to click on. <laughs> so many emails to track. All is well somehow. I just have to take it step by step and bring gratitude to it if possible. So um, the next one, EFGH, stands for healing. And this is the strangest practice that has changed my life. And I really believe it has healed me physically over the years. I This is part of my energy reboot, by the way. Um, that's how I do it. Part of my energy reboot, when I feel that spirit is here with me, present my my spirit guides and my spirit team is here with me god is here with me present when i breathe i, I imagine healing like i imagine my I'm, I'm being healed from from head to toe and also when i nap when i lay down and nap i i imagine that there's this healing energy coming up from the earth and i literally try to feel it in my body the goosebumps the the feelings of healing and i know it's all some for those of you who don't believe in that stuff it's all imagination it's okay. You could believe it's all placebo effect. It's fine. But placebo effect is really a thing. It really heals people. <laughs> For those of us who believe in the woo-woo, uh, our imagination creates some kind of vibrations that draws the, the energies that, that heal us. And so I, I have this healing practice throughout the day, whether I'm napping or doing my energy reboot. And I used to have, I used to have dental issues, lots of dental issues throughout my life. It's the weirdest thing. This is, this is not something I recommend for everyone, but I stopped going to the dentist even for regular cleanings about 10 years ago. My last dental appointment was about 10 years ago. My, my teeth had never been better. It's the weirdest thing. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's a whole other, whole other conversation about the dental industry that we can get into. But, um, but, I've been but I, I started healing my teeth with my imagination. And also I took... I, calcium magnesium helps but even even that was cal mag and uh regular water flossing does help uh but uh but i but even so i still had dental issues when i was doing that and, and then the healing was i think really uh, a really big part of it i know this is all george you're completely unscientific and this is pseudoscience I, it's okay we all need to find a way to heal ourselves whether it's mainstream science if that works for you wonderful or whether it's additioning uh, additional something else uh, alternative. Anyway, so I just want to I just want to say that to, to say that there is the body and the mind and the spirit are more powerful to create physical well being than we could ever imagine. I, I think most of us have no idea. So anyway, so that's healing. Um, I'll skip a couple letters and go to L. Uh, L stands for let's do this. Let's do this. And I just say that to myself several times during the day to like get me an instant up. Anything from, you know, I'm like getting up from my nap and I'm just surfing the web. Let's do this. And I get up. Or I'm maybe having a difficult project in front of me and I'm wallowing in just inertia. Let's do this. All right. So I guess the applicable point is, is there some 
word or mantra or thing that you can say to yourself, self-talk, that gets you going. And if you have that, you can chat below. But for me, that's let's do this. <laughs> it even applies. All right, that. Uh, Apologize. When I'm on the toilet, you know, <laughs> and I'm surfing too long. Let's do this. Let's get up and get going. So it does doesn't matter. It just going from inertia to 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 action. You have some kind of uh, some kind of mantra. You know, yes, right. Some some of you say yes, but something to keep you going. And it really does the energy. It's like okay, yeah, let's go. You know. All right. Um. Uh. Let's go to M. M stands for morning review and energy adjustment. And I have uh, a separate lesson for this. So please do watch watch that one. Um, it, it changes my day and it, uh, it's a very important well-being practice, the morning review and energy adjustment. So just watch that lesson. Um, next one, N for naps. <laughs> N stands for naps. Those of you who know, uh, have been around my teaching a while know that I take multiple naps a day. And um, I do believe that it is a superpower and I, I wish more people would try it out. I know some people, I can't nap. I nap for hour and a half, two to three hours instantly if I, if I go and take a nap. But I wanted to suggest the nap is not just I have to fall asleep. But for me, I don't fall asleep most of my naps. I simply lay down, relax, heal from the earth, right? Energy healing. And... And then I get up after, okay, so, so by the way, I used to nap for 20 to 25 minutes. And I realized just recently, again, I think I learned this a long time ago, I'm just reminding, it does affect my nightly sleep for, to nap that long so many times a day. So now I'm, I'm making myself nap just 10 to 12 minutes. Again, I don't fall asleep most of the time, but it feels good to just lay down and then let's do this, get up, well, lay down, heal, right? Breathe, heal, imagine that, and then just let's do this, get up. Then just 10, 12 minutes, I'm a, I'm a different person. I feel much better. Um, so I nap. I do this uh, four, three to four times a day, religiously now for, <laughs> for 10 plus years. And it's been uh, transformational. So naps. And then um, the last one I'll share, S stands for sleep practice. And some of you have very good sleep practices. But sleep really is something that we shouldn't take for granted. Like I... I it really should be something that's seriously taught in school and talked about in families like sleep. It's not something you should just assume that kids should just go close your eyes, go to, go to sleep. No, it's, it's, you know, as we know, kids, it's hard to sleep, but as, as adults, it's hard to sleep too. It's like, it's hard to sleep as kids. And then we become adults. Maybe it's a little bit easier. And then we get older. It's even harder to sleep. <laughs> it's like, it's like a constant practice. And I have something called the spa practice, which I'm not going to say anything right now. Cause just for the sake of time, you can Google this. I have um, tips for sleep. It's on my website or Google George Cal tips for sleep. And you'll, 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 you'll find it. Um, but I feel like sleep is, is tricky. It's really tricky. And I think we all need to really seriously look at that occasionally like at least once a year like revisit our sleep and go how do i practice this better because it's not it's not easy at least for me it has not been easy all my life for some of you you're very blessed and lucky some of you are like yeah i just go to bed close my eyes and i'm i'm knocked out you have you bless it you know more more power to you you really have a superpower for some of us like myself with insomnia you know all my life um it takes a lot of work to sleep well so anyway.
again, the full alphabet is shared in the Soul Gym program, or I have a whole Twitter thread on that. Um, I'll try to remember to log, uh, put it below. If, you, if I don't, please remind me. All right, so uh, here in um, the Joyful Productivity course, um, I see this as a community of practice. And I really see this as, um, again, the scaffolding for our well-being is essentially two things happen. One is our personal practice and our commitment to personal practice. And the second is practicing as a community or community sharing, which brings so many benefits, accountability, motivation, ideas, encouragement. It's like we are social beings. We, we, we need others to motivate us, to um, encourage us. So I hope you will look at this course as a community and you will dedicate yourself to your personal practice of well-being and to community sharing and encouraging others. Right? If you encourage others by even the act of encouraging someone else, replying to their comments, remember to at mention them so that they, they actually get notified, at mention their name, otherwise they won't get notified. So reply to their comments and encourage them. Say, I appreciate your practice here and um, yeah, cheering you on. And just even by doing that, it encourages yourself too. Right? So personal practice and community encouragement. If you have uh, a buddy, uh, whether it's in this course or uh, elsewhere, I think deep listening to others is also uh, a part of our well-being scaffolding, being deeply listened to is a very encouraging. So if you have a buddy, um, you know, your kind of accountability buddy, whether here or outside the program, practice a bit of that and listen to each other. Maybe, maybe you could say, I'm going to tell you about my joyful productivity practice, my well-being practice. And I just want you to, uh, I just want you to provide some, some supportive listening, you know, uh, but yeah, supportive listening. All right. So let's complete this, uh, this lesson. I, I'm, I'd love to have you chat below. So again, after, after having heard all that, what practice, what activity, if you were to start doing irregularly, would increase your sense of well-being? And go ahead and repeat that if you want to. You know, if, if it's the same as what you chatted earlier, great. If it's something modified, great. Uh, what activity, if you did regularly, would increase your sense of well-being? And it may be more than one. So go ahead and chat below. All right, if you wrote more than one, which one is more energizing for you? Which one is more motivating for you to commit to, to say, I'm going to do this regularly? Now, as I mentioned, I think a well-being practice absolutely has to be daily, number one, because every day we're kind of have another chance. And have, so it has to be daily, number one. But secondly, it's probably more often than just once a day, right? It's probably more often than that. Um, so which one will you choose that you're most energized by to focus on this coming week? Now you can add more over time, of course, but I think it's, it's more realistic and there may be certain things you already do regularly. That's fine. But which one will you give more attention to this week? That is more motivating for you. Which one is that? If you chatted more than one. Now, secondly, how can it be made even easier or more specific. So if you, for example, said, 
sleep. Okay, but then work on my sleep this week. How can it be made easier? So say, well, sleep, that's a very big topic. <laughs> There's a lot involved there. And easier can just be, oh, okay, no, I'm sorry. Let me give you a different example. Let's say, I'm going to meditate for an hour a day. How can that be made easier? If you're not already doing that, maybe it's meditating for five minutes consistently every single day without fail this week, five minutes. You know what I mean? How can it be made easier so you're more likely to do it, number one? And number two, how can you make it more specific? So when will you do it? Let's get real specific here because then how will you visualize yourself doing it if you can't visual, if you don't know when, when and where, when, when and where do you see yourself doing it? And how exactly are you doing it? Like talk us through this, walk us through the steps a little bit here. Type it out below. When, where, and exactly how. And is it easy enough that you're actually going to do it all every single day this week? If it's not easy enough, you won't do it this week. When, where, and exactly how? What are the first steps to get into it? So for my energy reboot, for, you know, when I, at the beginning of every hour and every time my timer goes off, because I work with timers all the time. So when my timer goes off, I do my energy reboot. So that's very clear. When and where at my desk. How will I do it? Well, I have my practice. I do this, you know, and I do this, and then I do this. So I'm very clear. I can visual. I can see myself doing it. Can you see yourself doing the practice? All right. So thank you for being here. Thank you for joining us in this community of practice. And I look forward to your updates. You can always comment below with an update after a week. How did it go for you? Did it change your well-being experience for you this week? Thank you so much. Hello, podcast listener. So I'm about to restart my favorite program, which is the Joyful Productivity Coaching Program. For any of you who would like to possibly work with me in the future, uh, be a client, uh, take my courses, this is actually the first course and program I recommend to all of my clients because the skills in there are so foundational to having uh, business success and joy throughout the process. I continue to get better at the skills each year and review them each year. So if you're interested, check it out at georgecow.com slash TLC. That's georgecow.com slash TLC. Maybe I'll see you there.